Sail Talk, brought to you by Sycamore Sailing from the London Boat Show. In this episode of Sail Talk, we're going to look at electronics and electrics. To start off with, I'm looking at the problems we all face with so many wonderful gadgets on the market. How do we get around that problem of a cluttered cockpit? Well, I went to the Raymarine stand at the London Boat Show and asked them that question, and this is what they said. Right, I'm at the Raymarine stand now, and I'm talking to Derek Gilbert of Raymarine, and uh, I've given him a wish list. I said, what must I have on my boat, my Contessa 26, that would just make my life so much simpler? Derek. Yeah. Um, you could probably start off with something like our new A-series products. We make a, a new range of units that are um, they're plotter-based products. They have a built-in GPS antenna, so they're perfectly standalone. All they require is a 12-volt power supply. They're installed with preloaded cartography um, which is an avionics based cartography and this gives you a, a safer navigation view um, provides depth contours provides all your normal land contours uh, navigation marks voyage that sort of thing um, but of course you can also supplement that with an additional cartridge um, and so you can make use of the other navionics gold or uh, platinum features which are the aerial uh, photography, the satellite overlays and those sorts of things. Um, the unit itself has all the same family features and operations as the larger brothers and sisters, the C and E series, so they're, they're quite familiar in terms of operation. And in addition to which you also have uh, a couple of NMEA interfaces built into the unit, so you can link the units into AIS um, if you have an AIS receiver um, on board. You can also output the information through NMEA to your autopilot, so you'll be able to put in waypoints, you'll be able to follow a route, and then output information to an autopilot or to a, another navigational plotting system. Um, and you can output NMEA also to your DSC radios. Um, and also you can import NMEA, so for example you want to display um, other information, instrument information perhaps, or from your, your DSC radio you can have an input back um, which will indicate uh, if you have a boat in distress or you pick up a DSC call, it'll display that position on there too. So it's really quite a central hub to, to, that can be upgraded as the funds allow? Absolute, absolutely, yeah. you can start off in its very basic format, um, just simply using it as a, as a plotter and then you can start adding in other functions as you add in GPS or, uh, sorry, uh, AIS information. And, and can it be mounted in the cockpit? Is it water? Absolutely, they're, they're intended to be mounted uh, cockpit. Um, they, they can be either mounted on a trunnion bracket, which has a very simple, quick and easy lever mechanism, so that for safekeeping you can remove the unit at the end of the day and store it below. Um, you can rotate it as well to, you know, if you change the viewing position. Um, so that can easily be seen. Or alternatively, you can mount it onto a, a surface um, where it can be permanently mounted onto the surface of the boat. That's great. Thanks, Derek. Well, having looking at this, it's got a really clear display. It's really simple to use as well by the look of the layout of the buttons. Well, it's no good having uh, fantastic equipment if you've got no way of powering them. So I then talked to James Hortop, Director of Merlin Equipment, who specialise in managing energy on board the boat. And he had some interesting things to say. Right, I'm on the Merlin stand now with uh, James Hortop, and uh, one of the things contestants obviously need from time to time is a rewire. And uh, looking at the equipment on this stand, I think uh, J James is an ideal person to talk you through what would be an ideal solution for a Contessa 26. For a boat like the Contessa, and essentially 
we were designing complete electrical systems from, from standard for people and we actually found after a while we were designing the same system time and time again. So essentially what we decided to do was come up with a range of standard complete packages which um, once we had done that we realised that we could then offer people a complete set standard package, better pricing, a full step-by-step -step installation guide. And we've got two systems which are suitable for the contestant, the S100 system, which is a, a fairly basic electrical system, but it is modular and you can ver add various upgrades and options to it, and the S200 system, which is designed really for the larger contestors and for people who are going off long-distance cruising. But all of the systems come with a complete step-by-step -step installation guide. They're designed for DIY installation. They come with a complete five-year warranty, um, and all of the components are completely labelled, really do not need any... Um, previous experience in electrical systems to be able to get um, a, a system installed. We're, we're looking at a, a, a schematic diagram here now and it's all very clearly labelled up house battery, start battery and uh, enabling the two batteries in parallel yeah. and there's a, there's a box here which I'm not quite sure it says voltage, voltage sensitive relay. What, what does that do James? Essentially what that is, that's a, um, that's a battery switch cluster and that forms the centre part of most of the systems that we do. And what that does, that provides you with an engine battery isolation switch, a domestic battery isolation switch, and an emergency parallel switch. What it does, it keeps both batteries completely isolated, so it allows you to completely discharge your domestic batteries and always reserve enough power for cranking in the engine battery. Um, if, for whatever reason, the engine battery was to go flat um, and you needed to do an emergency um, jump start from your domestics, you can close the parallel switch and jump start from domestic, or... Um, if your domestics are flat and you need to make an emergency VHF call, you can close that switch and do it from the engine battery. That's the switching part, and then the VSR unit is a split charger, which works between the engine and domestics. And essentially, when you first fire the engine up, it will um, allow the engine battery to charge first. So the alternator is directly connected to the engine battery, allows that to get up to 100% charged. Once it gets to 100% charged, the voltage sensor relay cuts in, diverts the power down to the domestic battery bank. That's making life simple for us mm. less technical people who, um, if we're not careful, we'll end up with flat batteries and have to hand crank the engine. Oh, it's absolutely, yeah, that prevents you having to do that. The other beauty with those type of clusters is that they work bi-directionally. So they work with the engine alternator and charge the domestic battery bank up, but also if you have a solar panel or a wind generator on it, um, the unit will allow you to charge the domestic battery bank up first and then it will switch the other way around so it's bi-directional if you like so it's actually the only ever split charging system you'll ever need you know? that's really handy yeah. yes and can we install a shore power unit for those of us with a little bit more money that's right yes um the systems the standard system is basically the main dc part of the electrical system and what we do is what we call the primary part of the electrical system that's everything up to and including the switch panels so sort of things like your main batteries your main battery isolation um, switches and VSR cluster, your main bus bars, fuses, etc., um, up to and including the switch panel. That's what we call the primary electrical system. That's the DC part, and then to that you can add various options and upgrade, upgrades. And as you're quite right in saying, one of the one of those is the optional AC shore power, um, and essentially that includes the inlet socket for the AC shore power, the um, something called a galvanic isolator, which is a, a, a unit that's designed to allow you to safely bond the earth on the boat without electroplating the pontoon with all the underwater stir gear of your boat. And it includes an all-in-one battery charger unit, which is a battery charger, but it's also got all the AC distribution system built in. 
And I know AC actually scares a lot of people, um, but it really is very, very simple to install. And again, it's all labelled up, ready to go. And that will act as a battery charger, as you say, for, so that you, if you're hooked up to shore power, you're also keeping your batteries up to best, best that, condition as well. Abso absolutely right. It's a four-stage smart battery charger. Um, so basically, when you first fire, up, um, fire the unit up, what it does is it develops its maximum output continuously until the battery is 80% charged, then it conditions the batteries, and then it, it drops into something called float mode, so you can leave it connected 365 days a year if you want to. And how long would it take the average um, semi-competent sailor to fit one of these? Um, typically, it depends on, obviously depends on the boat and the state of the boat. Yeah. Um, actually, what takes quite a long time is stripping out of the old electrics. Yeah. But it, once you've actually got the old electrical system stripped out, you've made good any, um, wire, any um, boards or any bulkheads that you've pulled cabling out from. And so if you, if you like, you've got a clean sheet of paper ready to, ready to install in. There's no reason why you shouldn't be able to have this installed within a good working day or certainly a weekend. Mm, sounds like an interesting project. Mm. Great. Thanks very much, James. Okay. Thank you. That concludes this issue of Sail Talk, brought to you from the London Boat Show by Sycamore Sailing.